I'm Mary Engish, and it's time for All Things Gardening with Charlie Nardozzi, brought to you by Vermont Victory Greenhouses and Gardener Supply. Hi there, Charlie. Hi there, Mary. Well, they're clinging to the walls and sometimes moving in. Personally, I think one ladybug's adorable, but hundreds is kind of scary. Can you tell us about what's going on with all the ladybugs? Yes, these are the Asian ladybugs. They've been around for over 100 years in our country and actually are the more dominant ladybug in the the forests and gardens right now. They're good guys. They're like the native ladybug. They do a lot of good things, eating aphids and mealybugs and scale and all kinds of stuff. But they also like to congregate. And in the fall, normally they would congregate up in cliffs and rocky ledges where it's nice and sunny and warm and they'd hibernate in groups there. So they see your house and they say, oh, I'll go in there instead. And on a sunny, warm afternoon, you see them congregating on the side of your house, on the windows, just looking for a way to get in. Now, they will get in, and they are very good at sneaking through little cracks and crevices. They only need an eighth of an inch opening to get into your house. Then once they get in your house, really all they want to do is just hibernate. Uh, so they'll go up in the ceiling, and they'll congregate there. They'll hibernate um, in clothes. I pulled off a raincoat the other day we hadn't used in a, a few days, and there was a whole bunch of them just kind of inside the raincoat. They're going to find places to hide, and they generally won't bother you. Now, if they're really thirsty, they might come down, and you actually might you might get a bite from them, but it's pretty Pretty rare that that actually happens. They kind of keep to themselves um, and they will just stay in your house. Now, a lot of people don't like having them in there. And of course, if you have so many of them, it just makes a mess. They're dying. They're falling off the ceiling. You know, you're having dinner and they fall in your cup of coffee. <laughs> All these kinds of things can happen. So if you want to clean them up and move them back outside, you don't want to crush them. That's the first thing. Because if you crush them or really irritate them, they will exude a yellow liquid that'll get on clothing, on curtains, on furniture, and just make a mess. The best way to remove them is to use a vacuum cleaner or a shop vacuum. Shop vacs are nice because they're smaller and they have smaller bags. You put a new bag on, so you take the old one off, put a new bag on, and then you just suck them up. You just suck them into the bag. And then the key is to take that bag right off when you're done and go take them for a ride somewhere and, and let them go off in the forest somewhere. Because if you just leave the va- shop vac around, they're just going to find their way back out again. And there they will <laughs> be back in your house again. So that's the simplest way to get rid of them. And once you get rid of them, hopefully you won't have too many in there and it won't be an issue this winter. Okay, here is a question from Velma in Richmond. Velma also included a photo, which I will put up in the digital post. Velma writes, a few weeks ago, someone called in about their rose and how tall it had gotten. Well, my rose bush is 8 to 10 feet tall. It started out as a climbing rose. It died out the first winter because I didn't put it to bed like I should have. And Velma writes, a little bit came back the following summer. I nursed it along, put a fence around it, some leaves. The first part that came up last spring appeared to be the climbing rose. That blossomed, but it didn't grow too tall, it was overwhelmed by another rose that came up, which I suspect is from the original root system. It grew straight up, never blossomed all summer. It just kept growing and growing. I'm wondering what to do with it and what kind of rose it could be. Well, Velma, I think what happened is that you got the rootstock to shoot up a a branch or a shoot from the the ground, and that's what that tall rose that never flowered is is probably, that's what it is. You have a grafted rose, it sounds like, so the grafted part of it is the part that did survive for a couple years, and you got some nice flowers, and then, for whatever reason, last year, there was a, a shoot that came up from the root system and grew straight up. So the solution is simple. You just cut back that shoot that's from that root system. Take a look at the rose itself. There's usually a bulge where the graft union is. Anything that emerges from that stem below that bulge, that's going to be the root system rose and not one that you want to keep. Anything at the, at the root 
graft or above it that's going to be the variety that you want to keep so you you save any branches for that and then later this fall maybe early december put some bark mulch or, or wood mulch around it just to protect it a little bit this winter and hopefully you'll get your other rows back next year okay if you have questions about your garden submit them at vermontpublic.org just search all things gardening and listen to this wherever you listen to your podcasts thanks charlie you're welcome mary and i'll be seeing you in the garden <laughs>